What's up, everybody? It is your boy Marcus J. Destin from Films and Black and White. Today's episode is presented by State Bags. State Bag makes beautiful, well-made, inclusively cool products while using the power of business to give back to shift the narrative around social injustice. For every State Bag purchase, Stay Hand delivers a backpack packed with essential tools for success to an American child in need. But their commitment goes beyond simply a material donation. State Bag has your back, and part of the commitment is making a difference in local kids' lives. To get you ready for your commute or whenever you're traveling next, State is offering our listeners 15% off of their next purchase at statebags.com using the code POD. That's 15% off of your next purchase using the code POD, P-O-D, at statebags.com. State Bags, they have your back. Forget about it. Like, if that's the strategy, I kind of get it. And I can't really be mad about it because they're trying to make a buck on these billions of dollars of movies that they're of of revenue that they're missing out on. Um, So if that's the strategy, like congrats on just going for it. Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful November week. Uh, episode 36, Golden Pod. Uh, a little take on Goldeneye. Again, we are sticking with James Bond movies. We are not, yeah. we are just going to finish out this season with James Bond movies because there's a lot of them and it's yeah. easy. You just kind of go on to the next one. So, um, so yeah. Solo, so, solo shot at the beginning of a film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's down. Um, <laughs> he never gets. If you couldn't tell those. from the, like the blood falling on from the, like bleeding over the screen. Did you know that in the original, uh, one of the original James Bond, that was actually the stunt double who shoots. Uh, that's actually a shot of, of the stunt double who does that shot. I did not uh, know that. Over time, they just replace him with, um, obviously the actors that end up portraying right. uh, they just kind of did it once and were like hey kind of like hey I this love is kind of iconic and it was all like right. yeah i guess so <laughs> all right um happy everybody could join us hope you're doing well wherever you are um just want to do our quick happy you're joining us we're just going to kind of do our quick little round table <laughs> just, of how everybody is doing i like to hear what he's going to say yeah i got <laughs> it's it. always and something it, different and yeah. see if i can get the pitch right um but let's do a round table see how everybody's doing um brian Let's start with you because Hello. you looked like you were deep in thought and I wanted to interrupt that, I guess. No, that's um, good. So, Brian, how are you doing? What are you getting into this week? How are things? Yeah, I, I, how am I doing? I feel like, uh, like the, to the people who say, may you live in interesting times, I'm feeling mm. like I'm living in interesting times. And that is like <laughs> the best way to describe how right. I'm feeling. I'm good. I'm, I'm upbeat. I'm positive. Uh, yeah so so yeah that's how that i was deep in thought because every week we do this i'm like oh what did i watch this week and i just (laughs) completely blank so i was writing it down nice so i did write it down um so what am i reading i finished agatha christie's and then there were none it took me like two months but i did it um it's a good mystery for folks that i mean i'm sure there's people that listen to this podcast and like i read that in like middle school or high school (laughs) and you know what you probably did and i missed out and i just got there but i've never read it so get after it brian you've also beat me brian so oh well just do your thing it's all good and honestly i know we got some people that listen for movies obviously films in black and white but it is like clue vibe 
Okay. For the movie Clue, this is it in a book, and there's a good twist, and I think sure. right. it's a good mystery. Um, also, it's pretty bite-sized, too. Um, I have been not touching a lot of books that are like, oh, am I going to have to like learn a lot right now? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to survive a pandemic and like get to the end of the day. I don't know That's if true. I have time for like world building. And, like, right, you, right, right, like, right. I, it is I, a whole I, other step you have to take in reading. Like oh. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, but not today. I yeah, like, today. Well, I, I was recommended, like, the King Killer Chronicles, and I was like, that sounds like something I would like, and I looked at it, and it's like, book one of 700, and I was like, no, I don't have time right I now. Don't I, don't wanna, I don't want to do maybe that. In the, maybe in the next month, I don't know. I'm just not there mentally. Um, but Agatha, open, open and shut case. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, like, so much of her, like, so many of her books are just, like, these short, like, 150-page, like, here's 10 people. Bad. Who did That's it? Okay, yeah. you're That's done. Nice. Yeah, so that was like my big thing this week. What have I been watching? So we finished The Boys in it, and like I hit that moment, and when you finish a TV show, and you're like, I don't know what to do. I yep. don't know what to watch. Totally understand. Um, and we loved The Boys, so like, yeah, it was good. We, like Maggie and I, we watched it together, and we're like, I don't, we don't really know what we want. And Maggie's like, Well, I'm watching The Crown. Bye, see ya. So I was like, Oh, okay. Right. Uh, so she's enjoying The Crown. I picked up Shit's Creek, the final season. So right. watching that. Always just, I don't know, it kind of feels like a weird coming home vibe. I don't know how else to describe it, but That's I good. also watched the Monorail Simpsons episode uh, just out of the blue. I was like, I want to watch this. <laughs> and it holds up. It is like 30 Rock and Arrested nice. Development. It is like, I don't know how they pack so many jokes in there. It's yes. just, it holds up. Conan O'Brien is wrote that episode. Yep. I forgot that yep. and i was like okay this makes sense like this is a solid yeah. episode of tv so yeah that cool. is what i've been up to awesome, awesome. conan o'brien interesting interesting point about conan he's um actually canceling his um late night talk show and he's going to get one i, I do believe on hbo max I yes think he is yep <clears throat> yeah so, um, yeah. Which I thought was crazy because he's been on TBS for a long time now. Yeah, a very oh long gosh. time. Yeah, after Over everything years, went maybe? south with NBC. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That, that was pretty crazy. So Doug Wagner. Yes, Doug. You? Tell us how you're doing. Oh, look, do I? What? What's the occasion of remembering me this look, go around? After two um, weeks, Marcus and I finally got our stuff you guys together. Are like texting two weeks of two weeks of not giving a fuck again. about you, but it's like <laughs> now we give a fuck about you. Tell um, us how you feel. I'm doing good. Um, much like Brian, I, I, I too am living an in interesting life. Um, <laughs> yeah, just kind of put, put through the blender. A lot of changes um, yeah. with yeah. things that with at work. Um, we made the call, uh, the Wagner family, the South Dakota Wagner family made the call not to go to Minnesota for Thanksgiving, oh, uh, just out bad. of respect for one healthcare man. workers and two my parents are a little bit older so they're kind of in that like risky bracket so we were just like yep. you know what we can't isolate for two weeks it just doesn't sound like a good idea so kind of made that call um which were actually as many people are sort of like oh it's so sad to be honest there's a lot of relief yeah. um so if yeah. you're on the fence about whether or not that's something you want to do there's a ton of relief in just kind of making that call and being like, nope, don't have to worry about that. Just have to buy a turkey and cook it myself. Like, I know that that's crazy, but not worried about it. Um, so, yeah, doing good, doing good, ready for um, the end of the semester for sure. Um, what am I reading? What am I watching? Um, Brittany and I continue to watch uh, Veep. Um, we've made it into season two and we just love it. It's really, really great. Um, I've been watching, uh, season four, I think it is of Rick and Morty. 
Um, just oh, finished the season. Vat of Acid episode, which oh, is... Oh, that is oh, an award-winning episode. Oh, my episode. gosh. That yeah. is absolutely yes. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Air yeah. horns, every, like, everything oh, we have. That Vat yeah. of Oh, I got you, Brian. Episode. Don't say that. I got it all. I have it all. Yes. Like, yeah, he really it, does. I know I'm hyperbolic sometimes here, but the, I, I mean, honestly, that episode of TV is is almost really perfect. It, yeah. it is very close really to perfect. Good. Yeah. So, I, I mean, what it is about that is just like, yeah, you know, for something that seems so simple and so basic, it just seemed like it was just fucking great. I mean, it was just executed so well. It like, just takes you on such a like on such a ride and you don't really know where it's going until it starts mm -hmm. to wrap up towards the end. You're like, Oh my God, it's mm -hmm. really well done. Um, yeah. I have a secret that I liked that episode, but I also really liked uh, the rattlesnake episode in season four where, <laughs> where Morty gets bitten by a space snake um, and then he tries to fix it and creates it, creates this whole oh, like Terminator two paradox. situation. Yeah. I, I got it. Kind yeah, I gotta be honest. That I really, I thought that was very funny, and I thought it was funny just because the snake. You would expect the snakes to talk, but they just hiss. Yes. yes. <laughs> like so, I just, I really enjoyed that. Um, so that's really what I've been re, what oh. I've been watching. Haven't touched a whole lot of reading uh, lately. Um, you know, there's like I said, just trying to stay awake at the end of the day. Um, sometime is the challenge. So just kind of sticking with that for now. I've also been having a strong desire to check out Sonic the Hedgehog for some reason. Um, Have you never, you you know what? I did not watch it. Um, Ooh, I did not watch it. And there's yeah. this sort of this thing of me like, but I wonder, like, just <laughs> what, what could that be? So I say do knows, it. That might be something that I watch and report back on um, next week. But um, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting into. Marcus J. Destin. Yeah. Uh, how you living? What are you getting into? We all right. We are. We doing all right around here. Um, things are wrapping up. I got a COVID test today. You know, about to go see my parents. So I am uh, trying to prep and get a COVID test. But then they told me, yeah, you'll get your result. And the email it said, you'll get your result in a few days. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then they told me in person, yeah, they'll be here in between five to seven days. I said, well, fuck, I'll be at home. At that point. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't really yeah. fucking matter what I it's do. It's messed so up. It's Thanks really, help, guys. We need better rapid testing or availability to rapid testing or, you know, something yep. like that. You would have thought we would have figured that out by now. But I get it. You know, we're yep. in a pandemic. So I'm not going to yep. be too hard. People just doing their job. So you know, I did that um, today, and that that was my first COVID test. Um, luckily, you know, thank God, I haven't caught COVID or had any symptoms or any. It doesn't mean I don't have it. I could be asymptomatic, but I've never had a reason to go get tested. And so far, so well, I've done, I've done good to just like not catching it. So yeah, um, hey. and so did that today, and that was the most uncomfortable thing I think. I, I was like, oh my gosh. And so like I was doing it and the lady has the Q-tip in my nose and I was listening to somebody else explain their experience getting COVID tested. And oh like, man. Breathe in and out. Um, you know, it'll be real quick. And yeah. I told the lady, I was like, I was so nervous. And so she's like, don't be nervous. Uh, it'll feel like you just jumped into a pool, got some water in your nose. As she's in my nose, she's like, <laughs> aren't you that Kyle crazy guy that's always on TV? And I was just like, is this a really appropriate time? Right. This well, I don't in my nose. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to have this conversation with you now. Like, can Not you right just now. maybe wait until later to, just yank to do it this? out so. and then we'll get there. Like, it was just a yeah. thing. So, yeah. um, 
yeah, I did that. As far as reading and watching, um, I put down the pedagogy of the oppressed because I am depressed as I type these papers and try to finish out this I semester. I get it. Yep, that's um, understandable. So just put that down. But as far as watching, um, I did watch, I've been watching Family Guy, catching up on the new season. Nice. Hulu. All right. Um, I never, that, that one just never gets old for me. Sure. Um, I've also, oh, fuck, I watched something and I forgot what the fuck it was. Anyway. I've been watching a, a wide variety of things. I've been trying to kind of catch up. I tried to start Jingle Jangle, the all-black Christmas movie on Netflix. So I, I plan on getting okay. into that. Yeah. I want to watch the Kevin Hart thing because I want to test myself to see if he's really still funny or is he just really overrated as fuck. That's the uh, other thing uh, I want to uh, check. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I have been like, I don't know if I want to see you. Like yeah. I keep seeing like commercials for it and I'm like, I don't want this guy in my face just yet. Like this feels mm -hmm. too soon. And it's mm -hmm. also because like I watched that documentary, like, um, oh, yeah, that's right. Whatever it was called. Um, and we, I watched that and I just remember just having this attitude of like, ugh, like just kind of like, I like this guy anymore. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I like him anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of curious about what it is. That might be something Brittany and I check out this weekend again, yeah. could report back on next week, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of curious. And then, uh, my last thing was I watched the Mandalorian. Caught nice. up on that. Oh, that oh, was a perfectly that. executed episode. Uh, oh, <laughs> we could have a whole, oh, we could have a whole podcast on uh, that episode. Oh, that show, like it doesn't miss. Like, no, I don't understand. It no. should have had a miss by now, but I yeah. mean, I feel like they're yeah. hinting us towards maybe this, and this will be maybe a spoiler. If anybody has anybody not seen it in here. No, everybody, I've, I've, seen I've seen it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. spoiler alert if anybody's skip ahead. But I feel like they're going to get to a point where we are going to see him start taking off his helmet. Oh, yeah, like maybe. Yeah. Regularly showing his face because maybe. I know that that was a thing about off, off, like really off script while they're recording. Yes. About, there was this back and forth between him, the lead, wanting to be able to show his face and yes. take off his helmet more. And then this past episode made me feel like, well, maybe they're going to mm -hmm. set that up. Yeah, but yep. I don't know. So it's just really interesting. Boba Fett, Ahsoka, um, uh, oh gosh, what is the uh, the the woman? Right, I don't know it. Bo-Katan. 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 Yeah, yep. I was thinking Boba Fett again. No, you're but, you're uh, fine. There's a lot of weird names here. Yeah. There's a lot, but yes, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to shut up now. So that's what I did. Oh, yeah, that's super you're legit. Fine. That that episode is awesome. And um, it's a Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard banger. Yes, like, another yeah, one. Bryce Howard just fucking <laughs> crushing it just, for sure. Yeah. She's doing it. Like just yeah. just give her. She her had own my favorite episode last season too. Yeah, um, I, I do believe she had my favorite episode last season with the Water Planet one with the yep. Yep, yep, that was really, really good. So, oh, fantastic! I'm yeah, excited. yeah, super excited. Well, good. Glad everybody's doing well here. Hope everybody who's oh, listening yeah. is also doing well and and getting into some new things and and finding their comfort in kind of this weird Find time. Comfort, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you took it to a place. Um, <laughs> and so what I'm um, wait, wait. What I have some beef. Okay. Oh, you have beef already? Oh, oh my beef. goodness. We haven't even gotten like past the intros and you've got beef already? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm doing all right. I got beef. Somebody call 911. Oh, oh, wow. He was ready with that drop. Listen, this Twitter and this Instagram update. I'm somebody's ass. I am going to kick. I'm gonna, first of all, I'm gonna give the biggest foot to the crotch of consumerism and- and oh, yeah, and, that's and, fair. Uh, they get it hard. And what is the other one we talked about today, Doug? In capitalism? The in capitalism, thank you, the two Cs. <laughs> yeah. Consumerism and capitalism is getting the biggest kick to the fucking nuts uh, I can give it. 
Um, and let me explain why. Yeah, let's yeah bring him up to speed, Marcus. Instagram does this update. I love how supportive Brian is, by the way. So shout out to Brian. Yeah, um, there's this thing that Instagram did where they gave this update where they switched all the fucking buttons around, and now we and we know that Instagram is also owned by Facebook, and Facebook has this Facebook market on it that it took some time to get adjusting and whatever the case may be. It's a whole yep. thing. Mm-hmm. For some odd fucking reason, the app that is meant for pictures. Okay, then it got a little bit into videos. Then it got a little bit into stories. Is now has a shop on it in the same place that I would go to see what my likes or what like to find my friends. They strategically put the button for a shop to go there so that I can visit that space. If it, if I don't know if this makes sense to anybody, but if you're used to Instagram and you're still adjusting, you are still hitting the bottom of the screen where you used to be able to go to look and research and look at your likes. That is now up top where you can post, like, and look. The bottom is now a shop for Instagram where Close. you can get clothing. That's like and branded I'm just like, by Instagram? Like what you can get some like fuck? Instagram socks? Like, no, who is that for? I let me help you. Can I jump Yeah, in? please do. Yes, yeah, please. please. Yeah, bail me out here. There in Instagram, people who use it quite a bit, there are ads for various items yeah. like and it's super accessible. Like, my like this podcast. Stuff. It is. Yeah. Like my dad has bought stuff off of Instagram. And yeah. so now like Instagram picked up on that Facebook, whoever, however you want to say it. And basically yeah. the best way I can say it is like you go to start your car and instead of the key, like being like where, where you put the key in all the time, instead it's a button. And then it, when you push the button thinking you're going to start your car, it's like, Hey, do you want to buy all these things for your car? And you're like, no, I just want to start my car. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's absolutely asinine. That was annoying. perfect, Brian. Yeah. That was amazing. Good, good explanation, Brian. You bailed me out because I was like, who'd want to buy an Instagram t shirt? So <laughs> well, thanks for saving me there. And that's even worse. If it was Instagram related items, I yeah. would kind of be like, okay, I get this branding, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. This is literally what Brian just said. The place that I would typically go that I'm so, like, my muscle memory tells me to go. Right. Like, it's go. I open it and it's shoes, Gucci belts. Look at this shit. Brian, it's Amazon. You are adding so Instagram. much quality to this podcast. Like what I, the? F- I mean, so much because I, so we never would have yeah. bought that shit up. For, I, I mean, for, yeah, for those like, who couldn't see it, Brian here. was scrolling through a window on his phone of all the different things that were in the shop. For those of you um, who are <laughs> works only really well for audio format. Yes. I know, but I mean, yeah, there's like stuff in here. Like I follow a bunch of cosplayers, so it's like, do you want a red hood jacket? Yes. And I'm like, no, I, I don't. I just want to look at pictures of how people make them because i think that's impressive and it's yes. like yes on a mandalorian yes. ammo belt no i do not um no. I'm gonna, when am i gonna wear that yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like and that's my thing about and, and, and this is just instagram but that's why i hate it it's like fuck we couldn't even just get the little things that we wanted on these apps yeah instead you just fucking continue to find a way to i get it these apps are in a race to find what app can have the most on it so you'll just rely on that solo that that one app the most for sure and then i get to twitter and twitter does the (laughs) fucking update jesus and it's like we all thought snapchat was dead and was like bye snapchat all snapchat really did was playing a seed and get cloned three thousand times they have an update now on twitter doug where you can put what they call a fucking fleet which is a story. It's like an Instagram story for Twitter. What the fuck are y'all doing? And you named it a fucking fleet. What are you 
you doing? I, my favorite part about that is so I opened it up. I think it was like just yesterday, uh, the, the 17th, November 17th. And I was like, oh, no, it's just Snapchat and Twitter. <laughs> and like the only thing I could think of was in college, I took a, a macroeconomics course. And on that, I wish I could go back to the professor and just shove it in his face because he was like, well, capitalism, it drives creativity, innovation and competition. And I just I wanted to like go back in time. Right right now and just shove this app yeah. in his face it's, it's like not creative one at all literally did one thing and four of them copied it and they called oh. it a day like yes. twitter could have added an edit button yes. No, we're gonna rebuild what yes. snapchat did and we're gonna make you like it and what's yes. worse is that and what's worse I'm is that they probably and are gonna end up with all of this shit putting snapchat out of business so it's not even like capitalism where it was like someone created like <laughs> hey you know how you always wanted to visit your friends now you can do that in vr just click this button right. in twitter it's it's we took your shit and we just <laughs> put it on ours and now you don't have a business anymore like it's, it's so, literally all it is and it's like snapchat has to then do the other annoying thing that it has now like I, I don't know if you two gentlemen have snapchat but like it has um like the news stories on there and at one point <sighs> when i would go to swipe up on something they did the same fucking thing where they were trying to get me used to watching yes. the news i would sw accidentally swipe up and open up what they call their news or snapchat oh, whatever man. First, oh, i sure. just want to say to you apps get more creative first the fucking wall <laughs> yeah how about you hire people that you actually use the app yeah. okay and, and help them to help you develop an actual space for creatives because sure. it doesn't make and the same and i have the same beef with yeah. spotify apple music and all of these other apps for i'm sure. so fucking frustrated trying to find new music every fucking week and i can't because the people who aren't using the damn app are designing the damn app <laughs> like what the fair. hell is going yeah, on that's fair like, i'm just so, and that's what's oh, like got me pissed off the most and facebook and what really did it was everybody on Facebook now in my friend group is now dropping, follow me on Twitter now, follow me yeah. on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. And I'm just like, this nah, is annoying. Man. It's yeah. annoying as fuck. So that's just, that's me. So most importantly, nope. stay tuned to Films in Black and White on Twitter for the fleets <laughs> we'll be turning out just in case. And we have to, and we and now and, we have to respond. Um, the unfortunate thing is it's going to be produced solely by me, a 34-year-old man who doesn't quite understand how it all works. So stay tuned for that. So hope everybody enjoys that. Look, so. I can make this full circle if you really want me to. Please because, do. Oh, do like, it. I Do mean, it, Brian. Twitter is essentially, I feel like, how a lot of people our age just get news now. Like, you can have a Washington Post app and get breaking yeah. news, but oh, yeah. mm -hmm. all of the discourse and immediate responses on Twitter. So, like, you're you're in there every day. Like, yes. that is how people are consuming that information. So, to add something like this, it's like, it doesn't really affect me, but why don't you do the edit button that's my thing that i will i will die on a hill for at a later point but it's just like yeah, yeah. you're gonna do this but not do something else substantive in any case thank yes. you welcome to films in black and white we're right social media no it's okay we all it's okay we gotta let ourselves get heated every once in a while can't let that stuff build up otherwise you'll get cancer like it's just you gotta you gotta let it out you gotta get you gotta exercise your demons Jesus. every now and again you gotta level yourself out so Brian, marcus we're happy we could provide you that venue to to really take instagram and twitter to task so and thank yeah. you for letting me have a space to do that I yes yes um to uh Sorry, too early. Okay, apparently. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm ready to guess. <laughs> oh, my God. Alex Trebek. Uh, can I get my one-word um, hand, please? Yeah, I'm going to need that hand um, right now. 
so we got a shout out. So we got to shift our attention over to oh, catch that call. Let's do it. Quotable. And we got to shout out the trivia for this week. We actually had that was a really good trivia. Six too. different people participate in this particular piece of trivia. Um, so let me just read the quote to read. Why would you want to read when you could get when you got the television set sitting right in front of you? There's nothing you can get Love from it. a book that you can't get from a television faster. Um, that is said by Danny DeVito's character in uh, Matilda. And we had six people get that correct. Yeah. We had, oh, we got a shout out to Matt Babs, a friend of ours from college, who got that correct. We got a shout out to uh, Maggie Roush. She got that correct. Of course, Maggie. Yeah, we know Maggie. Is <laughs> we got a shout out to Kara Olson, who also got that correct. Um, but the last person I really want to shout out is okay. I really want to shout out Prianth. Mandarin, like yes. from, from someone we went to college with, because he like deep faked me by saying that the quote fra- was from Mantis Toboggan MD from Matilda. So for those of you who don't know, oh, that's a pseudonym wow. that Danny DeVito's character in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uses. And so I replied back and I was like, hey, man, like, you know, this is Danny DeVito, right? Like, I need you to know, like, that's the other thing. And then he was like, he trolled me right into it. He goes, um, never heard of the guy. Looked him up, though. Got to say he looks like this famous art critic, Agongo Gabloygian, which is another character from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's really so you know what? You. So wow. shout out to Prion. Prion lured me into this elaborate <laughs> trap. And I fell for it. So Pre, you know that what? was excellent trolling. Just way to get out of it. Like you that, trolled the, the shit out troll, of me. If you're gonna troll, then troll like that. Right. Yeah. Troll with I the mean, facts. Troll with the facts. I mean, for those of you, and the funny thing is, Prianth is this like quiet dude. So like, I was like, God damn, Prianth, you, you <laughs> fucking fooled me. Yeah. Like I was really just proud <laughs> than anything. Yeah. Um. So let's get into our section of catch that quotable. How much and, did that? How much did that irritate you? Because. It's always sunny. Is is your show? I mean, that's one. I, I mean, I knew the characters, and I was like, he's got to be being funny. So I kind of like went into it, kind of thinking like, okay, like I, he's probably being funny, but just in case, like yes. I, like I said something. Played the straight man. And then when he like sprung the trap, I was like, I knew it, and I walked right into it, <laughs> and it's nobody's fault. I, but I also wasn't disappointed because he attached right. it. Like he just did such a good job with it, so I wasn't upset at all. Um, but we got to get into our catch that quotable. And currently, gentlemen, we have a tie. Brian and Marcus, after Marcus's uh, flu game performance from two (laughs) weeks ago, um, we have to get into it. And so the two of them need to figure out how they're going to decide who goes first. Uh, Brian's got it. We love it. All right. All right. right, Brian, so you you get to run the board this week. Who do you want to have go first? How do you want to have this all shake down? Uh, I'll I'll start us off. Um, Yes, yes, yes. We'll we'll go from there. So, all right. I'm so excited. Here's that quote. Funny enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer has melted, and as a, as a result, it's very hard to see with any degree of accuracy exactly how fast we were going. It's a little bit longer, but I'll give yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And funny enough, I was just talking to my friend about that. Our speedometer has melted, and as a result, it's very hard to see with any degree of accuracy exactly how fast we were going. You you know what my first guess is? I don't know why, but it's dumb and dumber, dumber, dumb and dumber. Oh sure, my first guess, and I have no idea why. What about what are you thinking, dude? I'm thinking Back to the Future too. 
Oh, that's I, that that's, has to be. I'm it. thinking that. I don't that know why though. It. Like, just something about it. Like, it does feel like a very comedic moment. So I also see your like Dumb and Dumber. I'm very curious. I think we should get that one word hint and see you know, where you it kind of takes us. If you say two, I'm definitely doing a, uh, <laughs> a wheel of. I'm definitely doing a wheel of fortune. Uh, Back to the Future one. Okay. Uh, All right. My one word hint is vehicles. Vehicles. I mean, speedometer was in the quote, so I don't know how helpful that is. That's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe should have thought that through. Uh, a little it could bit. be. It could be. I'm cars. trying to be coy. I'm it trying to be. Like... It could be. Um, what was that old movie about when the trucks came to life and were killing everybody? That's that's not this, but I vividly remember that for some reason. Do y'all remember that movie? I think not. I know this. I think I'm going to give you my guess. Okay. Brian, is this Transformers? It is not Transformers. Oh, I was Damn. so certain. I was like, this is Damn. fucking, this is the beef coming in with this quote, Shia LaBeouf. This is the beef coming in with this particular quote. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell you this movie. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to take Doug's guess. And I am going to say, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Back to the future. I'm going to say Back to the Future, but Back to the Future one, so I don't feel like a fool thief. It is not Back to the Future, gentlemen. This movie is the 1987 classic Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, fuck. Martin and John Candy and the scene of John Candy getting called, Brian. I thought that that was was too on the nose, so I just kind of like in my head breezed right past it. I was like, this can't be that. So like I moved on to something more. Thanksgiving coming up. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. That's true. This is a Thanksgiving movie. movie. That is yeah. like Thanksgiving is the centerpiece. So. That was really good. Bro. Yeah. I feel like I was close with Dumb and Dumber because I feel you like were. I was closer, in yeah, that, in that range. Yes. Um, but I really, Doug's guess really pulled me towards um, something different. So I really, that was a good quote. That's good. I get that the vibe good. though. Like yeah. you were far. Yeah. There was cars was and crazy. funny people. Like it was yeah. just yeah, yeah. It was the, trying to hone yeah. in on the right decade. Yeah. And then you said Back to the Future, and I was like, oh, this is so, you're close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was great, Brian. Great job. All right, Marcus. I think Shucks. because you guys were tied, I think you should go next. Okay, let's do it. Mine's a little bit longer, but um, that's fine. We'll go with it. She's a breath of fresh ass. Pardon me? What? You said ass? No, I didn't. I said it's nice having her on board. She's a breast of fresh air. Let's just get some shut ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's a breath of fresh ass. Pardon me? What? You said ass. No, I didn't. I said it's nice having her on board. She's a breast of fresh air. Let's just get some shut ass. (laughs) All of my guesses feel racist. That's not racist. Come on, no, it's, an- it's just it's the like the demographic that I went to. Explain, right away. okay, explain, explain to me. Okay, because oh, my knee jerk reaction is, oh man, is this white chicks? And I was like, oh, I just picked like a a, a Wayne's Brother that. movie. That feels a little disrespectful. Like, <laughs> but it's in that vibe hey, of like, look, it's in that like vibe. And then I was like, oh shit, is this is this next Friday? Like, I like just immediately went down this rabbit hole of, well, it can only be. A black comedy like i just uh, like so i just y'all i'm having a moment over here 
Brian, do Brian, you I have feel any like, ideas? I feel like I should. <laughs> I mean, how, how about you, Brian? Do you have anything? <laughs> I was just about to say, I feel like I need to play the music again just to uh, let Brian have his time to think. No, we're fine. I mean, that was fun. All I love this. I love y'all. Uh, I, I, my, I don't know why. My gut reaction is pain and gain. That Michael Bay movie with The Rock. Oh, and Mike sure. Wahlberg. I don't think it's that because it's focused on a heist, and I don't. Remember yeah. a lot of strong female leads because it's a Michael Bay movie. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. But yeah. obviously, right, there's a romantic interest involved. It's two gents. I'm trying to hone in on like a decade. Like It's definitely a comedy. It's yeah. too like I, I'm throwing Chris Farley and David Spade out the window because it yes. feels too yes. on the nose for that style of humor of Tommy Boy and oh, Black Sheep. Like it, enough. Yeah. No, it, it's too it's too like right on the money. And it feels like the target on the audience is like 18 to 25 year olds is this particular okay. movie is that that's who they're going for. Um, well, let's smash I'm a, that hint button. Yeah, let's get that hint. Your hint is going to be sorry tarantula it's going to be tarantula yeah tarantula tarantula wow wasn't expecting a giant marcus is this eight-legged freaks it is not but i keep forgetting to quote that damn movie and i've been meaning to (laughs) it is not but i keep forgetting to quote that movie i told myself two weeks in a row tarantula i was like i was thinking like to movie posters i've seen i was like well that's the only movie poster Uh, i've seen that's got a tarantula in it tarantula uh boy i i'm way out in the boonies folks you're gonna have to send a rescue party i i'm i I'm gonna say pain and gain. I'm I'm chunking it. I don't know. That's, that's fine. Just stuck on my mind. I know that's wrong. What okay. what is this movie, Marcus? Um, this movie, gentlemen, is Wild Wild West. Oh, oh my goodness! God. This is uh, James West talking to uh, you, talking to you Artemis love Gordon. This movie. I do love this fucking movie. Oh. Uh, talking to Artemis Gordon uh, and Will Smith. It's God when she it. comes on board, and the scene ends with her. Yep. She has these pajamas on. And it the back is it's, out. It's Selma oh. Hayek, isn't it? it yeah, it's Selma Hayek. It yep. Is. Yes. That's I couldn't remember her name. It's Selma Hayek. Yep. Yeah, because she's she's very pretty. Kevin Klein. Yes. Oh yes. my god. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, good job. I mean, yeah, that was a so, that was a solid. Thank you. Thank you. Went all over the place. All right, Doug. Let's give you mine. Do this. We're ready. Um, Hell yeah, Doug. Here we go. Where are those little boogers? If I was a little booger, where would I be? Mom and Dad's room. <laughs> oh my god! I will read it again. Where are those little boogers? If I was a little booger, where would I be? Mom and Dad's room. <laughs> my first guess is um, I don't know why I was not. It's not this, but I need to get it out of my head. I'm going to get you, sucker. It's um, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh my gosh, I was thinking the same. You guys gotta stop because every week you two are on the same goddamn wavelength. (laughs) That's pretty fucking crazy. (laughs) I no, that's exactly where my mind like it's like this weird like I don't even know how to like just joy of like discovery and so I'm thinking like a I don't know. We felt like that in the nineties. yeah, that's what that's exactly what I was thinking was like it just felt like something happy-go-lucky something a corny one line that was like yeah oh, booger parents kids that all makes yeah sense. like yeah uh hint button let me yeah, smash let's... it yeah okay your hint is tum tum oh fuck wait wait your, wait your hint is god damn it tum tum 
I know this fucking movie, and I'm gonna be mad. Tum Tum is a character on this in this movie. Tum Tum, Tum Tum, Tum Tum, Tum Tum, Tum Tum. Fuck, I'm it's I'm I'm I've lost it. Brian, do you want to give your guess while while Marcus talks himself through this? Yeah, while Marcus like talks himself up. Yeah, I I mean this, I don't know, Big Daddy. Unfortunately, Brian, it is not Big Daddy. That's fine. That's fine. I if this is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I will kick myself. I'm gonna guess Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It is not Honey, it's I not. Shrunk the okay. Kids. What is it, Doug? Tell me what the fuck it is, because I know this movie. This know. is Three Ninjas. God damn it! Oh this my is my God. favorite fucking movie. That's one of my favorite fucking movie. It is fucking Tum Tum. Oh my. <laughs> Oh. And it is said by one of the villains oh. when they break into the three kids' house. Oh my um, they break in and they're looking for these kids and he's looking all around and he says this out loud to himself. I am so pissed <laughs> because that is one of my favorite. I had this movie on VC. Yeah. I yep. remember the preview for it on some Teenage Ninja, Ninja Turtle movies. Like, Yep. Yep. I'm so yep. that is a great movie. Not though. to get great confused movie. with Surf Ninjas that yes. also came uh, out around the yeah. same time. Yes. Um, this is the one about the three brothers who go off to their uncles, who is the same guy who plays mi- by Mr. Miyagi. And then I think their parents get into some type of trouble, but I don't yeah, remember get, the exact. I think they get uh, I think they get kidnapped. There was like yeah. the one movie to actually have a good sequel follow to it back in yes. the back during that time. And I, I thought that was good. God damn. That's a that's yeah. A, yeah. It's like Home Alone mixed with fucking Karate Kid. Yeah, it's, it's exactly it's what really it is. What yep, it is. it's Home Alone with Karate Kid. Damn. Um, well, we all got the goose egg on that particular That's bit, okay. which, which is fine. Um, I appreciate the effort, though. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we had, again, good quotes. Not to repeat it like we always do. We kind of <laughs> all lose, and though, hey, good game. Um, but it was a good game, though. It was, it was. It was. Um, but we have an interesting topic that we're going to discuss before we get into news because it's not a super big news week. Um, the last time we had a news week, we covered the top three uh, soundtracks of all time, or at least in our particular uh, yeah. realm of thinking. And yeah. this week, we decided to do our top three um, guilty pleasure movies. And yeah. we wanted yeah. to cover those because it's kind of crazy with COVID and sometimes just going back to something that just makes you feel good even if other people hate it yeah just kind of bucking the system so before we get into it um just to define how we view a guilty pleasure movie is a guilty pleasure movie is a movie that maybe wasn't super well received or that most people don't like but you just cannot get enough of um and so um so yeah, that's kind of the angle we went with it. Thought it would be fun to kind of dive into these. Maybe, you know, let you all get to know us on the podcast a little bit more. Um, is there one of you that would like to go first that would talk about it? Because we can kind of do this however we want. No, um, you go first. Yeah, all right. I went I will, first last time, so not me. I will go first. So I was really thinking about this, and it's it's hard for me to think about because I keep going like, I really like it. But I always think about like my level of, of obsession with movies. Probably some of them goes beyond where someone might go like, yeah, it was good, but I don't love it like you love it. <laughs> um, and so that's kind of like my thought on it. So my first one is um, the movie Get Him to the Greek. Okay. Um, Jonah Hill okay. Um, and uh, Puff Daddy was in it. 
and oh what's the british i'll guy's look it name? up i'll look um, it up don't lose your flow man i got you yeah but i really like this movie it's it's essentially a sequel to forgetting sarah marshall between jonah hill's character <laughs> and all this and all this snow who is a part of the ga- uh the band um yep. infant sorrow and it's just it's dumb like it's just it's him trying to get him to california for a concert he gets into all sort of like stupid trouble um his girlfriend have a thing and it's just kind of silly jokes one after another but there's something about both of like the music and sort of the heartfelt nature to it that also was there um puff daddy is an amazing actor and comedian in it like he had some great i mean he was a like an awesome person in that so yeah, that's that's absolutely I mean, the first one that I can think of. And the cast is Russell Brand, yeah, Rose Russell Byrne Brand. is in this, yep. uh, Jonah Hill, Elizabeth Moss. I mean, and there's yeah. a ton of cameos too. Yeah. So I mean, and I really like it, and it's really good, and it's just it's one of those things, and, and not a lot. I mean, I think people liked it, but I don't think people liked it to the level I liked it. Like I'll if it's on TV, like I'll watch it. Is how much yeah. I like okay. it. I bought the soundtrack. When it, like on iTunes, iTunes because I liked it that much. Like I have it on my wow. phone. Like it regularly <laughs> comes up when I shuffle my music because I just thought it was good. Like there was something about it I really, really liked. So that is my first one. Okay. Now, second... Is this is this first from you're going three, two, one, or is this first as in that's number one? Now you're going two, three. I was just kind of going through my top three. These I don't know if I gave them. three in any order. I okay, think what I would, I think I would, I, yeah. So we'll just do in any order. The next okay. one that I'll talk about is Leslie Nielsen, The Naked Gun. And I almost oh. have to loop all three of them together. Oh so Naked God. Gun, one, two, and three. And okay. these are just, there's something about the absurdity of these yep. movies and the style of humor with them that I just absolutely love. The plot is no different in one versus is three um it's cop uh leslie nielsen plays a police officer for the los angeles city's police department he gets into some like weird situation with an actual criminal and he's just so dumb and there's kind of this like absurdist and like um slapsticky element to like the situations he finds himself in that i think that they're funny like there's one scene where he meets his the love interest um she plays the secretary in a um in an office and she gets up on a ladder and she's wearing a skirt and he looks up looks up and says nice beaver and instead of like (laughs) and then she pulls like a stuffed beaver down and she goes thanks i just had it stuffed and that (laughs) shit gets me every single time like i think that that's just and that's the level of humor with it where it's just like what what is happening here um and like i said the plot is no different from one to three um but it's just something about the silliness of it that i think is just really great that again feels like a warm blanket that other people may not like but i just can't get enough of um i mean that is such a specific moment in time too i also feel like there's also it's like super like yes not timely it's very stuck in the time that it is so it does not hold up like there are just things in there like he walks into dressing rooms regularly right there's a bunch of like inappropriate like like gay jokes that are in there that are a thing so like it's it's very early 90s like it's very like stuck in that time period um so yeah brian you are you are spot on 
with that well, assessment. It's just, I mean, but so it's just like weird. You're right. Like it just like yeah. it doesn't translate. But I told, I remember watching that movie a ton yeah. as a kid. Oh and yeah, laughing at all the slapstick stuff and all of the adult stuff going over my head. I was oh, like, ha ha, Beaver. And then you know, like my parents yeah, then you watch, being like, yeah. what is he yep. watching? Ah, Beaver. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, and my last one, and again, I don't know why this is a like a like a guilty pleasure of mine i can't explain it to be honest with you. this one this one might be number one just because it's beyond explanation back when i was in college tenacious d did a full oh, long oh, length oh, feature yeah. fi- picture yeah. called yeah. tenacious d and, and the pick destiny. of destiny yep. and kind of self I... it feels self-explanatory as a guilty pleasure it's a lot of people's guilty pleasure. <laughs> it is and there's again, there's some. I have the. I bought the soundtrack. I watched the music video that they made for this oh stupid gosh. thing when it came out. Um, it's again riddled with cameos. Yeah. Shit, Meatloaf is in like the first five minutes. He's in the musical number there. Ronnie James Dio is in it, and it's just very like rock and roll and very hard rock type stuff to it. Um, but it's. I mean, the plot line is just dumb. Like it's like <laughs> there's nothing really there. Um, th- for those that don't know, it's the story of how um, Kyle Gass and Jack Black come together um, and form a band. Um, they take themselves to stardom by stealing this mythical thing called the Pick of Destiny, which is a piece of the devil's tooth that broke off and that <laughs> rockers have been using throughout time to like explain their success. Um, again, I think I like it more for the music than I necessarily do for the movie, but it's, you know, hey, it's, it, it is what it is. So that gentleman is my top three guilty pleasure movies of all time. Oh, I was not that expecting is... that. That was good. That's a yeah. solid three. That, that's yeah. a solid. Li- that is very niche too. Like yeah. those are not. Oh, I yeah. Like those are not movies. Yeah, I would go to. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, so you're absolutely totally right. And again, I think you, it's though. more the music for them than anything else. Yeah, makes sense. So. That, that's a that's a good that's a good relation f- to make for all of those because these I feel like our three are going to be our top three for a reason. Yep. Oh, yeah, and, and it's going to be something that connects all of them for some, whether it's a mood or feeling, the music or whatever. So that was a good three. It's sure. all over the place. Oh, yeah. I yes. love that. Um, I'm actually going to kick it on down to Marcus because Brian went first the last time we did this, and we'll let him have the, the joy of going last. So, Marcus, your it's top expensive. three uh, guilty pleasure movies. Let's hear it, Marcus. All right, gentlemen. So, of course, as you know from my uh, from my uh, hint, I mean from my uh, sorry, from my catch that quotable today. Wild Wild yes. West is gonna be my number one. Yes. Um, I absolutely love Wild Wild West. Um, this was oh. during the time period where Will Smith was just running shit. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Um, he it was yes. like Wild Wild West, Men in Black. It's it's just like yes. It didn't get any better than that. He was just going on this run, and 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 my second movie will also follow up with. There were two people that I was absolutely that I studied that was I was absolutely obsessed with. Sure. Um, not in a crazy way, but just I loved anything that they did. I loved everything that they did. So my first one is going to be Wild Wild West. I love the idea of this black cowboy. Um, I know sure. that everybody frowns yeah. upon this movie because this was the movie that um, Will Smith denied being Neo in the Matrix over. Um, he yes, was offered to be Neo That's and right. did Wild Wild West instead. Um, and so. You know, I look back on this movie and I, I watch it. I also had this on um on DV, I mean on on VCR tape. I think it was VCR. Yep. This might have been DVD. yeah. 
um, but VCR and we'll watch the whole thing through because it, those of you that don't know who didn't watch videos like I did, the music videos are always at the end. Oh, yes, they oh, are. Oh, yeah. Like all the special features just yeah. played automatically after they the automatic new credits rolled. They, 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 yep. they, you, you had to watch all the way through the credits after yep. listening to the end credits music. And then after that, the music video would start. Yep. And you, if you had, if you were lucky enough to have like a VCR with a little turning thing, you could turn it back and rewind as much as you want to, or yep, click I remember and that start, restart itself. So, Wild Wild West is going to be um, in my top three for oh, sure. Solid so, pick. to give everybody the timeline of Will Smith, just really quick, yeah, he did Bad Boys first in mm-hmm. 1995. Then he did Independence Day in 96. Oh, my God. Also another guilty. Oh, Then then Men in Black in 97. Then Enemy of the State in 98. And then did Wild Wild West in 1999. So he was building up to – and I think that that's what Marcus was kind of getting to was like – he was building up to like a really big, like dramatic role and then yeah. took everybody into like right field with actually I'm going to do a movie called wild, wild West because <laughs> I want to like, that's just kind of how it went. So the, I think, and it was like, and if we, and if he would have did, so I think he mentioned this or somebody mentioned this in an article I read like a long time ago when I was trying to figure out, am I mad or am I, am I okay with him denying the role of Neo in the matrix? And I was like, I'm okay because you wouldn't get Morpheus. You couldn't have a, I don't think they were at a point where they were doing too many black leads. You know, I'm curious how that would have played out. Like, cause I can see it both ways, but I do agree. There's probably some exec that would have been like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You got two of these people and the the, the three get out of here, which of course is like super racist. You shouldn't do that. I would have loved to see, I would have loved (laughs) to see that interaction and have them play against each other, Mm -hmm. by the way, Lawrence Fishburne and Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and the acting style of Keanu Reeves just plays off of, of, of Lawrence Fishburne so well. It's just like, it, they just made it work, but then you wouldn't get Jada and Niobe later on down the road. And then fall Good like it's a whole dream. thing. Does Trinity get recasted? So I'm okay with him selecting this role. Um, yeah. I'm okay with that. So next movie, the other person that I was absolutely um, that I absolutely adored just from In Living Color since his time on In Living Color, and my uh, second movie is going to be The Mask. The Mask, okay. oh, my oh favorite my all right. movie of all time. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I have it on DVD. Um, it is oh, my absolute favorite man. movie of all time. And I mean the original, oh. not Son of the Mask. I mean the original with Jim Carrey himself. Oh, yeah. Um, he goes into the... He goes Cameron into, Diaz, uh, Jim Carrey. Cameron yep. Diaz. Yep. He walks right into the alley, takes a... Uh, he starts blowing, doing the uh, balloon <laughs> balloon thing, has a con- pulls out a condom, tells him, oh, that's the wrong one. And he yep. goes, it's a Tommy gun! And yep. starts... Yep. Letting it fly. My absolute favorite movie. I just felt like it was this combination of cartoony and realism. Yep. And it was like, it was so weird to see this character boom, chicken, boom, boom, chicken, boom, boom, chicken. Like, it's gonna be busy, be on the key. And have the, all these cops dancing. Yep. It's like Jim Carrey really just being Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. 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 And so yeah. I love that movie so much. Yeah. Um, and, and that was, I mean, and then I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was one of like the first like movies that Cameron Diaz was really yeah. played yep. up as a, yeah. like as a sex symbol as in that sex, movie. Yes. Um, and then Ben Stein, remember Ben Stein? He played the yeah. psychiatrist about oh, that's right. masks and things like that. And then he, um, he continued to make that reappearance um, as the mask <laughs> movie trilogy. Was it a trilogy or was it? I, I have no idea. There are so many watching it with that. it. I, I would have that. to look at it. Including the cartoon show. Yeah, so I mean, it was just there was so much to that movie. That's a good pick. I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, good one, man. It's really, really good. 
Jim Carrey was just Jim Carrey was like one of the only white guys on in living color, and it mm-hmm. was like. It was yeah. like the it was like the reverse of SNL where it was like at one yeah. point they were like oh you can only get one black person on SNL at a time <laughs> it was like Jim Carrey was that person on yeah. um on, yeah. on, in Living Color and I just ever since then I watched everything that he did liar liar all that good stuff yes um my last one gentlemen what is it may come as no surprise to be honest with you my last favorite I I ain't, I ain't really got no real reason why actually just real it ties really well into my memories as a kid um, sure Daredevil. With Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Yes. Daredevil. Daredevil is my absolute favorite guilty sure. pleasure. I'm, yep. I'm I'm actually gonna watch that after I get done with this podcast because <laughs> I love it. It's just I don't know what it was about. It's like first of all, before knowing who Ben Affleck is, that's my first introduction into him. Sure. Um, and Colin Farrell and 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 Kingpin. You get a black Kingpin, and then going Vin back Rames. and realizing that's that, a good point. Uh, was it? It wasn't Vin Rhymes. Uh, it was uh, oh, okay. no, it was, it was the guy uh, that everybody confuses as Ving. Rhymes. Yeah, that died because yep. he was in um, the Green Mile. It was a, the um, oh, oh oh yep 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 yep. I'm gonna have to look him up now. Yeah. But yes, you're but absolutely he was, right. He was uh, he was a black kingpin, and then going back and looking at the comics, like oh, they made him a black kingpin because kingpin was always a fit. Wilson Fisk was always you know white. He was this white big white guy, um, and he was like oh man, this kind of cool. Although the acting is kind of. Eh. It was still like a good, solid movie that gave birth to like Electra and all of these other. When they Michael tried Clark to go on Duncan, Michael Clark. Thank you. Duncan, we always I do forget. believe has passed away. Yeah, um, so I think you're right. Actually, Clark unfortunately, Duncan. yeah. So uh, sorry to offend your memory, Michael Clark Duncan, by confusing you with Bing <laughs> Rames. I apologize. Hey, hey, he appreciates the apology. He's talking through the other big black guy on this podcast. Um. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was good. I, those are my three: Daredevil, The Mask, and Wild Wild West. I think my connection to all of those are how they made me feel as a child. This yeah. when I when I used to watch movies on VCR, I used to think that the actors, I used to apologize sure. every time I watched a movie because I thought <laughs> that the actors had to come and stop whatever they were doing to come and be in this movie every time I wanted to watch it. Oh, Marcus, sure. that is so yeah. wholesome. That's the most precious thing I've ever heard <laughs> was, in my life. And then it's, it's just, it was just, movies really have done a lot for me. I'm not going to make it like mushy-gushy, but it was like the one thing that was always like, I taught myself how to work the VCR so I could watch the things that I wanted to. And sure. because we just couldn't afford to get movies like that, yeah. whatever we did have, I watched the hell out of them. To like, till yeah, like, for sure. And so that that's what really is like a big memory for me is is why I love these three for sure. What they did to you, what they did yeah. for yeah. you growing up. Yeah, that's yeah, for super, sure. Super cool. Absolutely. No, awesome. no, that totally Thanks connects. Sharing, and man. no, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you shared that because I Thank feel you. like that is one of the one of the personal elements when you're talking about these guilty pleasures of like I think this is rad and people are like, what is wrong with you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, like I will defend. I will defend it. Like no, yeah. you're wrong. Right. Wow, wow, this is better than the Matrix. And right. Be- right. But there was just those moments. Like I remember some of these. Like I remember Naked Gun had to have been one of the first movies I like went to Blockbuster and rented. No, you know yeah. What I mean, like by myself, like without yeah. anybody there to watch. So I entirely to get that. Like of yeah. there's just something about this was my like emergence from being a little kid where someone put something on for me to where mm-hmm. I taught myself how to do it. So super legit. Um, Brian, take us yeah, home. Brian. Oh boy. It's going to be good. I know it is. Uh, all right. So I've talked a little bit about this in previous, uh, in previous episodes, but sure. essentially um, there's not a theme. Uh, I'm just going to rattle off the, the three here. So what my first guilty pleasure I'm going to share is the GI Joe movie which um, one brian oh which one the first live action one 
Um, it is it is not the one with The Rock. I'm actually trying to look. Is it, it up. the one with Channing Tatum or the it's original? Not the it's not G.I. Joe. Oh, that's a good Rise one. Of Cobra. No, that's a good one, Brian. In that's 2009. Good. Um, and I don't the know. podcast will remember that I railed into that. <laughs> yes. uh, back yes. in the 20 somethings of the episode. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna sit this one. Do. If anybody oh, needs I me, I'm gonna go be back on mute. and listen to that. Yeah. By the way, if you tell me where it's at, because I remember talking to you about this movie, Doug. And you're like, you're nuts. I walked uh, out of it, but I'm I, glad you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so funny thing. And my wife will ro- continue to roast me. So like the most basic story narrative happens of like first act, we find out someone died for a good reason, but mm-hmm. they there's no body. It's just an explosion. I'm like, oh, oh man, like Joseph Gordon movie for like five minutes and my wife in the theater looks at me in the she like gets me on attention she's like i think we'll see him again and i was like nah, you're wrong <laughs> no way no it way turns out no. he's the main antagonist and villain of this movie yeah. and uh then i went to maggie roush's school of literature and story structure um so i'm a lot I, i've learned a lot in the past 10 years Shout out to maggie. That's why she always gets the movies right yeah, yeah seriously <laughs> So I don't know. This movie's just, it's nonsense. It honestly just feels like someone really liked G.I. Joe and was like, I want to play with action figures, but make them actors. And yeah. then let's see if we can make a movie. And that's what happened. Yeah. Like it's a giant a underground assessment. base in the movie. desert. It's fun. There's what there's like a giant underwater tank in there so they can do yeah. submarine practice. Sure, why not? It's just I don't know. It's this it makes sense. It just made fantasy, sense. Yeah, you know? okay. yeah. Um, it is a huge power fantasy, and it just it's so absurd that it always makes me smile. Damn, um, that's a, that, damn, that's a good that's a good first one, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job, Brian. Oh, oh, even, oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh the second one I'll talk about is the James Bond movie Moonraker. Which Whoa, yeah. I loved wow. as a kid. Yeah. I adore it. And I know for those James Bond fans, like, I don't understand why this is a guilty pleasure. And so I, I watched it all the time as a kid. This is after, like, I got into GoldenEye 007, the video game. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I just went down a James Bond rabbit hole. And I, I picked it up about five or six years later when I was in, like, high school. I was like, oh, this movie always made me feel good. And I was like, this movie's two and a half hours long. Yes. <laughs> like, this is, is all is. over the place. And I yeah. still love it because yeah. it's James Bond, but with spaceships. And, and, and that lasers. Yeah, and with lasers. Guy. And isn't that the one that Jaws is in? It sure is. Yep, yep. And that's, yep. yep. And that he, was the first time we've seen that, right? Like we yeah. saw the sharks uh-huh. with the lasers on top of their head. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Super ridiculous. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. I, it's either that one or the spy who loved me. I honestly can't remember, can't but remember. there's like an entire 10 minute sequence where people go out in space and shoot each other with lasers mm-hmm. and it adds yeah. nothing to the plot. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, and you would never know anything because if you played Goldeneye, you always knew that that was a gun you could get. <laughs> right. You never understood why it was there. Yeah. And so you're just like, okay, I, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> Yep. You're not a real fan. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So a guilty pleasure. It is just for sure. James Bond at its most wild. And I love it. Uh, yep. The last one I'm going to talk about is <laughs> Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. Um, this yep. is a movie wow. I have watched probably once every six months. And I, Brian. I, yeah, it is a guilty <laughs> pleasure um because i remember seeing the preview for it and i was like i don't understand what this is (laughs) and i still don't a little bit 
but it really i don't know it must connect to my id because it honestly just feels like Zack snyder is like okay it's gonna be a three-act thing and um just like the id of a 13 year old boy that's that's the movie those are the action sequences and they're like okay and they did it they made it like (laughs) that's the movie we got and I don't know if that's why it connects with me. I don't know if it's because I'm always looking for like another interpretation. If it's like some secret feminist empowerment movie. I don't know. Like, okay. I, I don't know. It could be. I've, could be. I've never, Brian, I've never seen this movie. Really? Are you serious? I have never, I have never watched it. I, I haven't uh, watched it all the way. Oh my gosh. Through. I want to recap it for you, but this is. In that case, uh, I mean, Sucker Punch is about a woman, a girl who gets institutionalized and to like escape this awful reality, she makes up a new reality, which is also awful, <laughs> takes place in a brothel. And then there's even a deeper dive of like how she gets out of that terribleness. And it's like fantasy sequences of like fighting giant samurais or robot people in World War One. Oh or okay. um, the third sequence involves a dragon uh, or the second one. Like it, it is bonkers. All like, right. Well, absolute bonkers. If you're listening to the podcast, you've never like, did. heard yeah, about I this movie. Uh, it, it's out there. You will be entertained. I don't know if you will enjoy it, but it is entertaining. So All right. those are well, my you know what? I will challenge myself to give it a shot and take a look oh, at it. Challenge yeah. by choice, my friend. It's uh, no, it's I know. Out there. I, I'm it'll be one of those that I'm like, we should watch this, and Brittany will go, why? And I'll be like, just trust me. Like, <laughs> just, come on, just just follow me. Just trust me. There's that was good. Four, just... There are five female leads. Yes, maybe I don't know. <laughs> All right. That was good. L- that listen, was good. gentlemen, a very solid. Three. Also, for those wondering why um, Brian and I may not have put um, Speed Racer in that category because that is not a guilty pleasure. That's just a it, damn good movie. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. By the way, like I yeah. thought about putting it in, and I was like, yeah. no, it's like a good movie. Yeah, like, yeah. this is a yeah. good movie. It I is a can't... good movie. Yeah. No, there's no question of there's like, no question. So if you were confused, yeah, I'm just here to clear the confusion. It's of, aged right. extraordinarily yep. well, uh, yes. and I don't think that's. Absolutely. Hot take, yes. but if it is, it is. Yeah. What's up, everybody? We need to take a moment to talk about this week's sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? You haven't. Let me tell you, it is the easiest way to record a podcast. What makes it so easy? Well, first off, it's free. So, right out of the gate, that's a plus. Second, it's got great tools to make creation and editing from your phone or computer super, super smooth and super, super fun. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you want to make the jump and start your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to our show. Well, this is fantastic. For those listening... Use us as a recommendation. If you're looking to a way to escape um, maybe the doom scrolling and you're like, man, I just need something to snap me out of what is going on. Give these a shot. Um, You know, when we when we post the episode, um, we'll post the little time codes. You can fast forward and listen to this section if that's all you want to hear today. But just check it out. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, Again, they are meaningful for us. You might watch them and hate them. And that's kind of the point. But you know, if you're looking to try something different, like Brian said, challenge by choice um, and kind of go that route. 
Uh, gentlemen, in our remaining time, there are some news elements uh, and yeah. things that have happened today and have some over the course news. of the past week um, that we kind of need to get into and we kind of need to unpack for our audience. Um, and I am actually going to kick us off because I want to. Um, and what I'm going to kick us off with is because it's actually breaking news. Like it literally got posted to Twitter um, like a few uh, oh, about an hour ago, and a half ago. Hour and a half ago at this point in time. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm mad. I'm hating. Of, I'm, he's mad I'm because hating I'm this. going. Yeah, um, because and he really the, wanted to do it. I was it. off by a minute in he the was, group chat. Yeah, and in the group just chat, he was off by a minute. Yeah, so I, I swooped in um, and got DC the credit for this one. Here, whatever. Yeah, so um, Wonder Woman 1984 um, has announced that it will release in theaters and on HBO Max. December 20th. What? That is because I believe. Brian Roush himself. Because Patty Jenkins must listen to this goddamn podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And has been hearing us out from day one of you can do this both ways if you want to. Um, But she tweeted a comment. um, And believe it or not, HBO Max has already responded with um, on the trailer that they released already putting HBO max down in the right hand corner to indicate that that's where it's going to be like, and that was not 10 minutes after maybe the announcement came out. Um, But the director um, Patty, like kind of released a statement on Twitter. Um, So I'll read the first half of it. Um, And the first half has said the time has come at some point you have to choose to share any love and joy. You have to give over everything else. We love our movie as we love our fans. So we truly hope that our film brings a little bit of joy and reprieve to all of you this holiday season. Um, And then she goes on in the tweet or in the comment to say, you know, go to see it in theaters where it is safe. Um, But if it's not safe where you're at, we hope you'll enjoy it on HBO Max. Um, And essentially just says we really appreciate all of your love and support, essentially. this is a big announcement because this was one of those movies that everybody was like, man, they're going to keep pushing it back and keep pushing it back. And it's going to be July, 2021 before we see it. Um, And so this is a big announcement because it's a commitment from a studio like Warner brothers to say, we may have dumped, you know, a hundred million into this particular project, um, but we're going to release it in both places to see how it does. So from a financial standpoint and from a commitment from a studio, this is a big deal and a really, really big announcement, not yep. to mention the fact that it's a damn like cool looking movie. Um, and it's just fun <laughs> yeah, um, that we can look at it and check it out from there. So it's actually, I think going to get people more excited um, and a little bit of hope in what might seem a little bit of a grim time period. So super cool announcement. Um, I have breaking news to top your breaking news. Oh about my goodness. Oh, by all means, Marcus, please was, give me your breaking news. Just released about 18 minutes ago. Oh my and goodness. announced Wonder Woman 1984 will only be available on HBO Max for a month. He after that, had to get it. Oh, to video on demand. To get in that. You know, me as a black man, <laughs> I had nothing to follow it up. That's all I just wanted to say. Just wanted, just, <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Um, That's hey, all I wanted to say. Hey, should Wait I stick minute. it to him? And then he okay. had he, mm-hmm. Emperor Palpatine it like, do it. Um, do it. <laughs> so. Yes. So um, it'll only be available for a month. And then yeah. after that, it will go to video on demand. So you kind of have to hurry up and get it. It doesn't seem like they're gonna make you pay for it on hbo max hmm, like interesting it, it you mean like the paywall with disney they're Plus. not gonna move right. on it smart right yeah i hope that they don't there there are no it doesn't nobody said that and i feel like that would be something that they would just say 
Yeah, I feel like you would have to. Well, yeah. a lot of a lot of time. There's a lot of time between now and then, and with how many times they went back and forth, will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? I mean, who knows at this point in time what they're gonna that's do? Insane. But that's a very very good point. So yeah, um, I think. But yeah, super cool. Well, one thing I want to chime in here. So as Marcus had that breaking news on top of Oof. Doug's breaking news. I, it's burning about the breaking news, my breaking no, news. I'm not going to triple breaking news. Oh, it's not, not going for the hat tricks. No, I quickly news. Googled <laughs> like what the HBO Max deal is, like what their trial is. So it's a seven-day trial. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy seven days free. Obviously, you have to probably give your credit card stuff mm-hmm. and like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting that they're only doing it for a month. So it's like, if you're thrifty and you're bored Christmas day, of course you're signing up for the trial. And then oh, is, yeah. that, is that the strategy here? Like WB, HBO, like you're just yeah. like, we really hope you forget in seven yeah. days during the holiday season, you sign up for HBO <laughs> yeah. Max and we're yeah. gonna charge you in January. And yeah. then you just forget about it. Like if that's the strategy, I kind of right. get it. And I can't really be mad about it because they're right. trying to make a buck on these billions of dollars of movies that they're yep. of, of revenue that they're missing yep, out for on. Sure. Um, so if that's the strategy, like congrats on just going yeah. for it. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, no, completely agree. Yeah. 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 Who's, so who do we think is going to follow up um, next? I, I mean, the obvious one in my mind says Black Widow and yeah. Disney has I mean, to I, I mean, I would think so. Thing. I think everybody was playing a little bit of, they're playing chicken on this a little bit where they were all kind of like, okay, who's going to go? Who's it going to be? Yeah. Who's it going to be? And I think they finally said like, well, Warner Brothers is the first one to do it. I don't think it'll be right away though. I think mm-hmm. they will see yep. what the reports are and what the sales look like from people who signed up for it. And then they will act from there. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, and this is my other piece of news, which I'll just give now because it's pertinent. Yep. Um, Universal signed another record deal um, based on to like streamline how movie releases come out. So they mm-hmm. signed a deal with Cinemark to basically say that if they're going to shorten the amount of time a movie is in the theater before it can go to video on demand. So previously you would wait like anywhere between 50 and 90 days before you could get a movie on video on demand. It had to be in theaters for that long before they would be comfortable putting it out there. Universal shortened it to 17 days. That's right. So they can release a movie in Cinemark theaters and then 17 days later, release it on video on demand essentially in a way in which to beat COVID to say, you're not going to keep us down on this and we're going to find a workaround to you. The other thing that's interesting is that, and I didn't know this and it must've snuck in on another day, but universal also signed a deal like this with Uh AMC theaters as well. They sure did. They can now with AMC and Cinemark, they basically said anything coming out of universal, you only get it for seven, for 17 days lead time in your theaters before we get to release it on video on demand. So they're actually doing again, what we've been Hmm. saying this whole time is both. So they could be, you could go to Tulsa, Oklahoma and see it in theaters. But if you live in a place like, I don't know, South Dakota and your governor's <laughs> a moron and you have to watch your theaters via video on demand, you Stupid can do ass. that if you want to. Um, but this isn't a political podcast. No, um, so <laughs> not now, today. Now, now the stop de- doing stupid shit though. Like for real, yeah. like stop doing that shit. The the details of the like of the deal with Cinemark haven't become clear, but if it's anything similar to the deal that they signed with AMC, AMC is entitled to a portion of their profits that they have made via video on demand for the short oh. timeline. Oh, so really? basically no. now Universal has to uh. say if I make 200 million, 100 million dollars, 
twenty million dollars of that goes to AMC because yeah. they shortened the timeline for us. Well, oh man, I'm really curious to see what the duration of these contracts are because mm-hmm. two things pop up to me. <clears throat> One, I'm really nervous. I guess I'm yep. really nervous about what the future of theaters look like because I, I mean, Absolutely. make sure to support right. your small theaters. Um, we have a link sure. on the Facebook page yep. uh, that Doug put out there. Uh, make sure to check that out. We have it on Twitter as well, but of how to support your local theater. And I bring it up because, I mean, if you can't screen a movie for another year, even if like we have a really mm-hmm. good timeline for a vaccine, what this feels like is a consolidation of the power of the five families, like of the big producers, right? You're oh, done, for like, sure. All of those putting out the movies and then the main theater chains. And it sounds like the, to me, it, the bar is closing and everyone is trying to find a dance partner. That That's is exactly what, what this it is. feels like. And yep. I guess I get worried about what, if, if the duration is longer, like what are the consequences of like, are, are we really going to have theaters based on like, movie studios? And like, you go to the Disney, Plex to go see the Disney movie, right? And you I mean, go to the Universal like, one to go see, I don't know, MonsterVerse or whatever, right? Uh, Interesting. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. Ooh. I, I don't know what that looks like. Like, do you go yeah. to the HBO theater to go see your Justice League movie? Like, can you not see them? You know, that's what yeah, I'm trying I mean, to. It does feel at. like it's you're you're setting up a situation like what you said, where exclusive rights are going to now start to exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, movie theaters are still a business, right? And they know yeah. that if Disney's releasing the next big movie, they're going to put it on as many screens because they it's. I mean, it's still right. supply and demand. But right. you're right, Brian. Like that is a concern to think about, and I think it's more or less Universal's trying to position itself because it's the only one without a pay for like yeah. a pay streaming oh service. My gosh. I mean, they're the only one without one. Yeah. If I was a monster, I would take that idea and I would say, (laughs) I'm going to open up. I'm going to have a Disney park. I have a Universal Orlando park. I Mm -hmm. have a whatever park. I would say if I am a big time movie and I wanted to release something of in-game fashion, I would say I'm going to release this movie exclusively at the Disney park on this date. And the only place that you'll be able to see it is a Disney park theater or a Universal theater theater right and you will watch it here and experience it surrounded by disney-esque and marvel things oh yes yeah. you I mean, buy I mean, this ticket to the park an all-exclusive pass and you get to do this well you get to watch this movie in all its glory yeah with yep. a whole bunch of other people who are fans like you and continue to make money and sweep it under the rug but i'm not I mean, a monster it, like that it does feel <laughs> like the it does feel like capitalism and consumerism are going to end up further making it a game of the haves and the have nots right yeah, like sure. because there are people who you know they can't because of their health afford to go to a theater oh absolutely they cannot not, yeah. afford twenty dollars for a 48 hour rental yeah yeah so it does mean that they're going to probably end up missing out so i hope that like in the case of like troll like trolls world tour or some of these more yeah. family-friendly movies that right. they make a consolidated effort to say you know for one day, we're going to like, because of COVID, like we're going to let you watch this one for free because, Hey, everybody needs a little bit of entertainment and hopefully Mm -hmm. they will do that. But I mean, only time will tell on that end. Yeah. Um, So yeah, but those are kind of my two pieces of news. I think that are intertwined based on our conversation, but I'm curious to hear what the other two of you have for news this week. So whoever wants to feel free to jump in. You know what, Marcus? I know how excited you are about your your other piece of news, so I'm gonna let you go. Yep. Oh, thanks. Yes. Um, listen. <laughs> Here it is. I just want to say I love Zack Snyder. 
Um, <laughs> he has somehow managed to sneak his way up into my top five directors list. Um, everybody, they re- okay. So here's what happened. I'll give you kind of a little a little thing. They took down the original trailer. It, it got flagged for the music or whatever bullshit yeah, that whatever stupid. it was. Um, and so the original Justice League trailer got flagged and taken down. Um, and it got removed from YouTube and everything else like that. We put some time on it, kind of sat back a little bit, and they re-released a trailer. Um, this week or this um this past oh actually Monday. Monday. Yeah. I think they put it out a trailer on Monday yeah. and added more things into it, revamped it. Still, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a beautiful piece of work from Zack Snyder, just strictly from the trailer alone. For and sure. so just to give everybody kind of a gist of what the pl- we don't know what's going to happen. We yep. we don't know what's going to happen. We know that Jared Leto is going to look compl- is going to look different. Um but it is it is the same Joker from Suicide Squad. So that is yep. what we know. Zack Snyder says there will be two hours and 30 minutes of unseen footage in his cut of Justice League. Uh We want to keep that in mind. In the trailer, um, special gauntlets were constructed by Alfred, inspired by Wonder Woman's gauntlets. For those of you wondering how Batman was just taking on those fucking shots like that from the parademons. Mm -hmm. Um, Darkseid is said to be looking for the anti-life equation. So when the mother boxes synchronize, it means it's it's meant to scorch the earth and prime it to become apocalypse. And that is why we're going to see dark side. Um, we see more footage of cyborg in this. We yeah. see holographic Superman. We get hints of Supergirl that was also in the trailer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, it's hinted at her presence exist yes. in the trailer For as sure. well. We get this new look at us, uh, HD 1080p, maybe 2180p, uh, Steppenwolf that is yep. shinier than a motherfucker. He, he is um, very shiny. He is very fucking up, shiny. Sure. And, it, and funny enough, it says that the same people who worked on, um, Batman versus Superman Doomsday. Yeah. They hate working on Steppenwolf. And I think either version, because I think of how much goes into, uh, I mean, that character and creating them. Each one of those pieces of armor, I mean, it's not like it's one full metal plate no. like the first, like in the oh, you know the no. Josh Whedon version. It is individual pieces, and if you watch it in the trailer, he can move them mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. separately, almost mm-hmm. like a piece of material. Which, if I'm a graphic designer, fuck you! Like, why? Why oh. couldn't you just? I mean, I mean, like, why did you do that to me? Do you hate me? Like now, <laughs> I have to render this, um, yeah. and I have to make it look good. Like, mm-hmm. I mean. I appreciate your vision, man, but really, like, what did I do to you? <laughs> no, I mean, there, there's going to be, I mean, they're going to be working on that for weeks, if not mm-hmm. months. Yeah. I mean, that is a lot of work. Yep. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm just I'm just super excited to to witness it. And of course, it said that it was a lot of stuff happening. Uh, Zack Snyder is said to um, he wanted to he wanted to do his release in full black and white, didn't want it to do in color. He wanted his release to be in full black and white the entire movie. And it also yeah. says he wants to make sure that this has a theatrical release as well. And so I'm just fucking excited that films in black and white we've been accurate we've been on point i mean as far as right. the film it show it give it to us in both ways yeah brian mm-hmm. from brian roush oh we uh, <laughs> uh, uh um fuck christopher nolan like everything that we've said uh, so yep. far as in regards to tenet we've been the first i think to talk about these things and to be accurate in the things that we've been saying so i think that it's fucking dope to be able to be here and be like 
we talked this up. Manifestation, yeah. whatever. I'm gonna take full credit. The trailer was amazing. I recommend. I'm absolutely gonna take credit, and I'm gonna. Yeah. I want to give everybody the checklist of things that we've been right about when it give comes it to the podcast. Give I mean, it to check, check one. Put it in both places. Guess what they're doing with Wonder Woman? Put it in both places. Um, Christopher Nolan is apparently like he doesn't know what day it is and one day he's cool with something and the next day he's not. So, all right, there's that fuck Josh Whedon on a massive scale because you get to be able to see what Zack Snyder was doing. I mean, we've just been right on so many things. And you're a fucking disgusting ass pig. Let's not forget that shit. We did not forget you fucking nasty Yeah, we're never gonna forget. Fuck the movie. Fuck fucking up a movie. You just a nasty racist bigoted bastard and like, fuck you. Yeah, and your, treat, your treatment yeah. of women is abysmal. It's so. fucking yes. disgusting, right? right. Yep. A whole unnecessary scene of the of Wonder Woman laying on top of the Flash. Who the fuck put that in there? No, Josh Whedon did. I don't need that. Fucking nasty. Yep. So we've been right about a lot of this stuff. So just if anybody's like, oh man, yeah, they're just kind of amateurs. Amateurs <laughs> who are right. So suck just, it. Amateurs kiss my fuck. Yeah. Hey, in order to be a pro, you got to start off as an amateur. And guess what? We boosted right past that motherfucker. So now yeah. what? And yeah. our special guest, our special guest list is going crazy. And y'all can kiss kiss my black ass. It's right. It's true. Bring in the heat. Brian, you've been sitting on some news as well, and I do not want to Hell leave you yeah, out Brian. in the dust. Brian, what do you got for news for us for you, this week? You're good. Uh, so something that caught my eye this past week, David Fincher gave an interview to the Daily Telegraph, and the, the, the two main pull quotes from it, so they were interviewing him because of the Netflix deal. So he has a five-year yep. deal with uh, Netflix, make it yep. whatever they want. And uh, the basic, so the big headline was David Fincher says Joker is a betrayal of the mentally ill. That's like what a lot of people just tweeted. Um, yes, that was the just, pull quote. Yeah, that was like what was focused on. I'm gonna say the whole thing in context because I think I think that's, that's important. important. Um, so what he told the Daily Telegraph was like nobody. What he said was nobody would have thought they had a shot at a giant hit with Joker had the Dark Knight not been as massive as it was. I don't think anyone would have looked at the material and thought, yeah, let's take, you know, Travis Bickle, like from Taxi Driver, and Rupert Pupkin, the lead, the character in The King of Comedy, and conflate oh, sure. them, then trap him in a betrayal of the mentally ill and trot it out for a billion dollars. And that was the end quote. Sure. So basically, David Fincher talking about, like, hey, you took this material and applied it to Joker without any of the nuance that mm-hmm. Scorsese and that's yeah. I think that's the point he was trying to make, but everyone ran with like David Fincher doesn't like Joker because of X. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I just I bring up that piece of news because I don't I don't feel like Joker is a is a perfect movie. I think there are some problematic elements within it, but I still think that it is it is something that we haven't really like, I don't know for DC to make something like that and have a comic book character stand on its own like that and have it be as good as it was in a lot of, in like a lot of senses, I think is, is something I do agree with this critique though, that it really did feel like making this movie. It was like, Hey, do you remember taxi driver? And what about the King of comedy? Okay. But what if it's the Joker go and like, asking all these questions which i thought was really good but not really answering them left this movie in a weird spot so of course they're getting some heat for that feels comfortable saying all this because he's got this netflix deal he's he's good gotta say whatever he wants now yeah for sure Um, yeah i I agree with I, i agree with you though like i think um 
I think you're right. Like, I think it's, I'm glad that he's speaking up to it. And I mean, for those of you who have seen Taxi Driver, Taxi Driver is dark. Like, it's like, it's really, yes. really dark. And it's pretty clear that Joker drew some pretty major influences um, as he was making it from that particular film. So let's set that aside and say, like, yeah, I mean, not with the level of nuance and writing as some of those others. What I will say, though, is to kind of push back just a little bit is I think one of the things that is I found interesting and maybe I was reading into it too much is we can't necessarily say that the movie failed those who are mentally ill. I think what we have to say is it didn't. And this is what you were saying, Brian. So it's just me backing you up of like, really, it's you just kind of made it really vague that the system in Gotham at that time failed someone who was severely mentally ill. And you never, like you kind of like floated that idea out there with the scenes with the therapist. And then you went, well, hope you're having fun with him killing people. Like, and then like backed (laughs) up, like it just kind of left that room. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm that you don't share that responsibility. Um, agreed. Not not to cut Doug off, but you're fine. I think that it is. And I think that was a point that was made. And I think it was continued to be made, uh, that it was continuously made to the end of the film when he asked him, like, no, I'm, I'm just fucked up because society did this to me. Right. And that was the message. I think a lot of times we put too much into the hands of movies to be the the end all be all and sure. to be the preacher and the choir and the and the and the usher. But sometimes it's just literally the thing that gets you in the door and then you have to do your own part in that thing right now, looking from a director's perspective maybe the critique is a little bit different but me as For a sure. movie watcher doug right. i remember doug and i watching that movie and being like fuck <laughs> there was yeah. a lot of elements to that like i get that how dark yeah. dark night was and for you to look at a person from an anarchist perspective mm-hmm. but you're talking about mentally mental st- like stability or or instability for and sure I feel like we can't put too much into movies sometimes like if you're going to give a message yeah, you got to kind of do it right in the movie because you're benefiting and profiting profiting from it. But, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 No, Marcus, I think that's a good point to end on. I, I, mm-hmm. I do feel like he brings up a point, even though it may not be the most eloquent, but like, I do agree. I feel like there's some type of responsibility as a filmmaker when you are portraying, like if you, if you are trying to go for someone who is like not neurotypical, if, if like that's a, maybe mm-hmm. a better term to describe what is going on or mentally ill, um, like you have a responsibility to at least show another piece of that and maybe right. like give give your version of an answer not say it's the answer but like right. try to communicate that in the movie because otherwise you're left with something where it's either unclear and maybe people are taking the wrong messages from it or like for sure i just feel like there's a responsibility as a storyteller to be like hey um just re- one moment here's my answer to this and here's yes. where i think it goes and you can then disagree or agree with it mm-hmm. however it goes um but to just kind of leave it that ambiguous i understand where fincher's coming from for me oh, yeah, um, absolutely. again do i think it could have maybe been said a little bit better sure but it, the i mean the quote obviously was like it was like made to be Crazy tweeted yeah, um for sure. so it and maybe that was the whole like point joker. i don't know maybe we've yeah. been had but you know I just thought that was something good to bring to this and talking about that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, and then David Fincher's going to go make David Fincher movies at Netflix for, e- e- forever. For an insane amount of money. So yeah, he can do whatever he wants now. <laughs> so, very, very good point. Um, I mean, I 
I have one last piece of news, but also yeah. I've been talking a lot. Are there any other things that you all have before I dive into? Um, I'll have my, um, uh, oh, sorry, Brian, go ahead. Oh, I have a bite-sized thing. Mm-hmm. WandaVision got moved from a December release to a January <laughs> release. I think this is fine. You all know I'm amped for this. I just want, I'm just excited for it. And I'm excited that it's going to be in January. And we have something to watch in January. Yeah. So that's um, all. I just want to get have positive a, vibes out. Uh, Doug, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, do you know what color Vision's penis is? Um, believe it or not, took a turn. Um, it is Brian. What I'm about to tell you is entirely related to your piece of news. I need you to understand this. Oh no! Okay? Did I steal it? No, you didn't. Your oh. news is entirely relevant. I would say yours is entirely above board. And where I'm about to go to piggyback <laughs> off yours is so lowbrow and gutter humor that I don't. I regret even bringing it up. Wow! But I would be remiss if well, I didn't. Let's, let's um, go on this Marcus, ride. Can we I'm talk about Marcus's up. transition. That was a. That was, I'm very. Pr- I'm proud of that. Oh, like that I, was. I learned just, that from Doug. Yeah, that's good. Kinda, Look kinda at this like, mentor so, relationship. So, yeah. Brian. Yes. It came out. There were two pieces, two different Twitter handles today. Culture Crave tweeted this, and then also Barstool Sports tweeted this. Oh boy! That um, in an interview with Comedy Central, um, Comedy Central, whoever the interviewer was, <laughs> and it's escaping me, but the um, he interviewed and asked um, Paul Bettany about whether or not there were any scenes because these two are married where they show any level of physicality between the two of them. Look at Brian. <laughs> Brian just read the, Brian just read the tweet. I, and so Brian just read the tweet. Um, but it came out in the interview. He, uh, they, he, he hinted at the fact that no, they don't show anything, but remember vision can change his own destiny leaves yeah. it there. And then when the interviewer presses more on what, <laughs> what it might look like, <laughs> he just goes, like nobody's purple. So essentially to spell this out and to not be vague, yeah. Paul Bettany essentially said that, that, Vision has a purple penis and it will change Vision's destiny for him. Uh, it is the most insane thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Um, um, I'm looking this up now. I need to. Is this written in the internet? Like, um, is yes, this go real? To, go to Barstool Sports' it's a Twitter page. Oh, shit. And yeah, here look it, it up there. It's pretty incredible. And you can read it. Um, you can read the interview exchange where he's essentially like, yep. And then, you know, of course, like, Barstool and others were responding to it by saying, like, well, who gave him a dick that can change destiny? Was that Tony Stark or was that um, De- density? Bruce... Des- I'm reading it here. Is it density? Density or destiny? Oh, that's on me. Destiny's even, you know what? Density, density is even better. It's that's even better that's so it can change its density and it's purple the so fact that we've been saying i've been saying it wrong and i regret density, everything both density. are absolutely hilarious a dick that can change your destiny and a dick that can change, change your destiny are both density. very dangerous dicks let's yes. i mean let's just be honest about it yes but it's purple and can oh, change wow. its density so so depending on what what uh is going on in the bedroom you know, if it needs to, if it needs get to heavier? if it needs to be amped up, I guess I don't know. But I, I, so. there's so many layers to this. First, being the like, this is absurd. <laughs> I have to go look this up because I didn't know what you were gonna say. I looked it up. 
And then it was destiny and density. I love it. Wow. I don't even know what to say to this. I didn't I mean, even want us to say anything. I was going to breeze past it, but you're like, I have one small tidbit. It's about WandaVision. No. I was like, well, I can't not say something now. Mm-hmm. That would be an insult to the podcast. I mean, it would this be is an actor from the show giving an interview. I mean, it's news. It's the news yeah. thing. I yeah. mean, yeah, uh, yeah, is yeah. The oh my gosh, I guess any dick is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't really. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I thought it was because of the Infinity Stone, but <laughs> that's probably why I thought it was Destiny. I mean, I'm just gonna stop though. You ever needed that information as a Marvel fan? But yes. I guess I'm glad to know it's there. I mean. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm glad he got that into the character that he was thinking like, <laughs> how might my character have sex? Mm-hmm. I know that they're never going to show it, but I just want to know. Because like, that's the <laughs> ultimate sexual frustration. <laughs> you just sit there, you got to just kiss, and I don't know how Get that works. Like, at what point is it do you just have all that built up frustration and you're just like, God damn it. Like, I wish I had a dick of destiny. Like, I all right, really we're going to do this. All right, all right, Paul, uh, we're going to do this scene. You two are going to have a loving embrace. It's yes. right before it's implied that you have yes. children. So we're going to do this. Yes. Um, but we're going to cut it off before anything happens. It's Disney's yes. family. So ready? All right, action. Cut. Good job. Son of a great. bitch. Yeah. I have several questions. I would have been the one guy in the back like, excuse me. I have several questions. You're talking about three kids and no dick. No, we're not bringing up none of this. Huh? And you know, just, Paul, you know what they did? They were both at the craft services table. Yep. And Paul was like, so tell me more about your theory. Do you think it can mm-hmm. get bigger and smaller? Like, is mm-hmm. it too? Yeah. And, and you know, obviously, and you know, it's obviously purple, right? Yes. And you, you know what inspired that? You know what inspired that conversation? They had eggplant parmesan. And oh, so they absolutely did. did. They, they absolutely saw the did. Eggplant, and that referred back to Vision, and that is how we got here. Right. And you know what happened? Everybody. And you know what happened? They high fived and they walked away, and then it never came up again. And it never came up again. I hey, Brian's mom, thing... are you still listening? Oh my God, I, my poor <laughs> mother. Brian's mom. <laughs> like i guess for me the only thought i had is like did he make this up in the interview or but it's just more funny to me that like him and elizabeth olsen and yeah. the whole crew and set are like they're ready to film mm-hmm. and he's thinking like nah i, nah, I know the color <laughs> i need to know this to nail it and like elizabeth olsen's just there like what like, right. what are you right. talking about even delaying huh? being able to film a scene because he's like hey um director i have some i have some questions about the scene oh sure paul what do you want to know um do you think it can change its density excuse me what Excuse me? It's, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? It, 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 you know what? Never mind. It changed, it's fine. It uh, we can roll. Um, <laughs> no, Doug, China. No, no, I think. And then she goes, the director goes, uh, uh, I don't think I understand. Oh, don't worry about it. It's obviously purple, though, right? <laughs> thought so. Like, walk <laughs> I mean, I've taken yeah, very so basic acting courses and like, yeah. they tell you to like hang a picture like on the exit sign, try to like merge both of the elements of your reality when you're on the stage. And yeah. like, all, all I can think is of is Paul Bettany, like just taking this to the nth yep. degree mm-hmm. of like, yep. okay, I'm there. I'm yep. ready. I'm ready yep. to it's do this. And yeah. I can do whatever I want. With I it. just <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I, I mean, I, well, I mean, great. You got wow. some, you got some great buzz for your show. Yeah. Oh, hey, people that's are excited. Great. Yeah. I didn't. They're either going to be excited that, or disappointed. About the purple dick. Yep. <sighs> you know that there's somebody who writes fan fiction being like, I knew it. Oh, like, I mean, <laughs> I told you through my theories that it was going to be purple. Right. Heaven. You just help. read my WordPress blog. You know, oh, man. 
like archive of our own we're all like they're like we're a bunch of fan fiction as i'm sure like oh, yeah. whenever this was yeah. tweeted they're like okay guys subscribe i want, I want the timestamp i want the timestamp to be vision's dick that's it just, that. <laughs> just let's see how many people just click straight to this part and hear what the fuck you know, like, all these sickos oh are probably gosh. gonna click all yeah. over this was today yeah, this was <laughs> Josh. We are the fucking breaking news podcast, bro. I put some respect on our name. Time this airs, oh God, there will probably today. be one or two stories online for you yeah. fan fiction oh, folks. Yeah. The cream of the crop. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. That's the wow. I'm kind of speechless. I, yeah, I, that's probably okay. a good place for you to be. <laughs> it's like this is one of those conversations. Like when you watch a scary movie, you got to watch like a, a nice fluffy cartoon show uh-huh. before you go to bed. That's one of these. Like, I yes, to, absolutely. Yeah, clean my palate a little bit. Yeah. No, this, sure. this was hilarious. I'm very off center in a good way. Yep. All right, Marcus, you said you had one piece of news that you had left to cover too, correct? Yeah, my last piece of news is going to be DC. I'm going to combine the two together. Um, sure. There are rumors that Warner Brothers still have plans to bring uh, Aladdin and Fresh Prince of Bel Air start. That's weird that they did those two things. Anyway, <laughs> they're going to bring Will Smith Deadshot into a movie or a series. Oh, so cool. I think that they oh. did not kill him off of Suicide Squad because he's obviously not in the new one with. Um, Directed by James Gunn, but they do have plans to bring him back. And my other one was a super. Uh, my ooh, blah, 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 blah. I have there's three pieces in here. The CW is developing a Wonder Girl live action series, created oh, centered sure. on uh, Yara Flor, um, who is the daughter of an Amazonian warrior and a Brazilian river god. Yara will be the first Latina superhero to front a DC TV series. So oh, I did want to cool. shout that out and think that was amazing. Okay. And my last little bit of DC news is the rumor has it HBO Max's upcoming Green Lantern Corp series will reportedly introduce the Dominators, and the series will also be TVMA, aka mature for mature audiences only. Oh, so okay. Cool. So we are right, looking not to it. get a t- a kitty kitty Green Lantern series, but we're going to get something nitty gritty. Oh, I mean, cool. yep, here for bring, it. Bring on like space cop drama with Green Lantern Corps. Sure. Like, no, I, no, no oh. extra sex scenes and stuff. I don't need all that. I just nope. want to see some gruesome shit happen <laughs> with Green Rings. So let's do that. Okay. I don't want to go down a rabbit. I have so many jokes. No, we're not going green penises. We're, we're not going from purple penises. Oh, penis. I, I don't. I don't know. Full, <laughs> full stop. We're doing a full yeah. stop. Yeah. Um, for Brian's mom. For Brian's mom. Out of respect to Brian's mom. Out of respect to Miss Rouse. Miss Rouse. Um, so, here's, so here's what we got. The last piece of my news is I, something I posted to our Facebook page. Um, and it is a to bring up our lovely, uh, the, the, the man we love to hate uh christopher nolan oh this is Um, a good one to end on because and this is you're right this is a good one to end on so all this time with tenant we thought he made it the seem like he wasn't going to be able to he didn't want his theater shown his movie shown anywhere but a theater and to release it on video on demand would be an insult to his art and it would just be largely unacceptable well then it comes out in theaters and i still think he hasn't made up his 800 million dollar budget uh to date just yet um and so we're kind of sitting here being like all right man like you kind of had to put up or shut up so now it's time you shut up um well interviews are coming out from a book interview that he did so tom shane is right wrote a book called the nolan variations um and it's an interview with christopher nolan about a wide variety of different topics primarily um his movies and some of the things he's made um and in this particular movie mr shane asks uh christopher nolan directly if he would mind if viewers watched something like 
Dunkirk, which is a movie of his, on their personal devices versus the theater. Um, and so I'm going to read the first two lines of Christopher Nolan's response um, because it was kind of a lengthy one. But I'll read the first two because I think it's pertinent and gives us some insight into his headspace. And this is what he said when asked directly that question. No, I don't. But the reason I don't is because it's put into these big theaters as its primary form or its initial distribution. The experience then trickles down and people then experience this, these movies on their personal devices from there. So what this tells me is he was offended with the idea of it going to personal devices first, not to theaters devices first, which is why he's like suddenly okay with it being available for rental and video on demand in like two weeks, I think, um, and people being able to watch it from their homes because it got its theater release. And part of me is like, what? Like you film this shit forwards and backwards and this is fine. Like I, I just, this is such a major letdown for me of like, that's your point is that it yeah. had to go to theaters first. It's yeah. still like, it just, all it does is add a level of smugness and arrogance to Christopher Nolan. And I'm like, fuck you, buddy. Like, I just, I have no interest in, in your take on it because all you're telling me is we were right about you. You oh, thought yeah. your shit couldn't stink and that it had to go in a theater first before we could to rent it. And you kind of deserve not making your money back because that's kind of where we're at. So I don't know if I'm off base, but that no. response to that question feels very much like, well, if it goes to theaters first, I don't care. Like all it does is confirm for me that, yep, you didn't want it to go to video on demand. It had to mm -hmm. go into theaters. There was no other option. What I happened mean, after that opening weekend? It didn't matter. So, yeah, oh, that's just my brother. This guy, stinks. yeah, really, that's yeah, just kind of real. Feel. His character I, is just such a letdown. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I get like you said this in the past, and it's kind of catching up to you currently, but I, I feel like I, I saw this headline on io9.com. Um, yeah. and they, I mean, their headline perfectly encapsulated it, just saying, like, oh, I guess Christopher Nolan was fine with it. I guess, yeah. like, I think it's the article I posted out, too, not seeing it in theaters. And I enjoy the theater experience, but I feel like this wasn't the time to like make your grand stand about theaters. Like, no. and, and the fact that like, I think that we also need to talk about is that he was going to get a pretty significant percentage of the profits. I, I believe I'm saying this right from the profits of ticket sales, the first yeah. two weeks of yeah, the run. Right. Yep. I yeah. think that's right. And that needs to be in context. So it, it's just not a good look for Christopher Nolan when he's like, yeah, go, go see my movie for the theater. By the right. way, I get 20% of all the money you spend there. So that's a good reason to do it too. Right. It just, it this doesn't feels like, feel this good. This feels like you broke up with your girlfriend <laughs> at her parents' house and then her mom's blocking you in in the driveway <laughs> and you need her to move. <laughs> Hey, like, you gotta come back hey, in and be like, hey, like hey, this is over. And then you walk out, like I'm gonna go. And then you walk back in, you're like, Ooh, sorry. Um, yeah. excuse me. Um, Mary, um, can you move? can you let me the fuck out of here, please? Like it, Nolan is just... the one that broke up with the girlfriend. Yes, like he moved. broke yeah. up and now he wants us to let him out of yep. of what he said in the past. And it's like, no man, you made your goddamn bed. Like you have to lie in yeah. it and deal with that reality that you've created of like, yep, there was no other option for you. And I... that's just kind of shitty. 
So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Just to be so tone deaf to like what people are going through right now yeah. and being like, you got to go see this in the theater. And it's like, I can't pay rent, but okay. Thanks <laughs> right. to Mr. Movie and maker, he, man. And here's to mention, thing. your movie doesn't make sense. No. Well, it's, and it's like, you didn't allow us to digest it in that, like for a way for it to make right. sense. Like right. granted, it could be the best script in the world, but I've only seen it once and I don't understand it. So therefore me as a human being, I've dumped it out of my mind and I'm not going back. So well, like, I don't, don't want to rent it now. I don't want to rent it now. And for yeah. me, it pisses me off to be like, let's not take the creative. Let's not take the I'm for the creators and I want it to be enjoyed how creators sure. like, meant to be created as and, and be that cover up for a money for a money grab. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. think, like that. That's that's what's most fucked up. And sometimes I'm going to go back to my point. Sometimes it's OK just to shut the fuck up. Like, just <laughs> shut up. Like right. some some like some people just don't need to be heard from. Create, create, and on your deathbed say all this ignorant shit so we can be like, oh well, goddamn! Like <laughs> at least he said it now. Like I don't know how I feel about the next Christopher Nolan movie that comes out. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, and like what Brian said, I mean, like I get it that this may have been a previous interview that he gave and it's kind of resurfacing now. Right, right. Um, but I feel like this is just the storyline for him that won't die because I, yeah. to be honest with you, was like, well, glad all that Nolan stuff is done and we can move on. But this stuff <laughs> just keeps coming up of like things that get introduced about his philosophy yeah. about movies and how they have to be experienced in a theater experience, mm -hmm. especially in light of we're still reaching record numbers of COVID deaths and people getting sick. Like it just feels like such shitty timing to have this be drudged up of like yeah. theaters can't keep their lives together because you know, it's not safe to go to the theater and many of them might shut down, but you're over here being like, but you have to be open. Cause otherwise we don't have anywhere to show it, our shit. And it's like, you do, yeah. you're just stubborn. Like, and that just is something that just doesn't jive well with me. And it just shows that you're very like, either you don't care about the social situation and what's going on nationally, or you just, you just don't think it's going to affect you in the long run. Right. Nope. Right. Sorry. And yeah, you said it best, Doug. Yeah. Fuck Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Um, the last thing, so that does us for news this week, um, unless there's anything that I am missing from you all. Nope. Hell no. Nope. No, no, no. Oh, man, I can't sing like that. But that's a Marcus Destin original that's what, right there. That's what I feel. Um, it's, a, it's a meme. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, so anything you all want to plug this week of things that you got coming up or anything that you want to tell the people about? My favorite place ever, Brian Roush. Go ahead, let's take. Oh shucks! Well, yeah. uh, of course, as always, um, uh, for all of your nerdy blogging lifestyle needs, uh, there are a slew of new designs that just went live uh, oh. on the Etsy on the shop on the uh, on the website, uh, thelovenerds.com. You can check out all those designs for your cricket. Your silhouette however you make vinyl prints for your shirts whole lot of holiday themes maybe there's a nod to a certain star wars character who knows we just we have fun here we have fun so go check that out you're probably staying home for the holidays uh you want to make it a little bit brighter maybe you just want to add your personal touch a great way to do that is by going to thelovenerds.com yeah. and checking out those designs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that. We yeah. love the love nerds over here. So do that shit right now. <laughs> Marcus? Yeah. Anything, anything that you want to plug or tell the people about? Whole lot of big uh big gang shit. Listen, um, so uh Listen, always follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, always got to drop that plug, you know what I mean? You see, I'm wearing this Noah merch, but today we got our first glimpse at the Noah 
website with all the merch on it. And Doug got to look at it too. Um, so Noah shit is on the way. Yeah, you know I mean, when we drop it, it's gonna be some hot shit. Yeah, you know I mean, we got some dope ass shit in there, and we've been working hard, and it's gonna be crazy as hell. So you gonna go to the love, you gonna go to the lovenurse.com, and then you're gonna go to filmsandblackandwhite.com, and then you're gonna go to followthemantra.com, and you're gonna come over here, and you're gonna just purchase, purchase, purchase because you need stocking stuffers, and I got the shit to stuff your stockings. You dig me? New music is coming on the way soon. Uh, it's a whole lot of gang shit. Had a great time at a vibe check I did over Instagram Live. Uh, about 20 22 people were in there we just vibed to some music really got over our depression really vibe together as a family nice. like, um listen cool. keep fighting that's what i'm gonna say keep yeah. going you are strong enough just that's where we're gonna leave it at we don't need any more Great words we just gonna say that you are strong enough and tell yourself that don't let those inner thoughts just rattle around in there let all that shit out and then for every five bad thoughts you have give me six good ones you know what i mean always give the one for up sure, you know what i mean sure, but sure. you are strong enough and you can do that shit yes completely agree um i've i'm not gonna add anything else because that was just worded perfectly so i feel very motivated that yeah absolutely. Oh, absolutely thank you thank you thank you well i'm um, gonna cue up your music then Doug. the the last thing that i really have for us for plugging is and brian referred to it earlier um go to saveyourcinema.org oh, yeah. and to learn about how to contact your representative to get them to consider packages that might help small local theaters make it through this truly absolutely difficult time. I mean, theaters derive their revenue off of new yeah. movies that are coming out. And, and like we kind of been covering the past few weeks, there's just nothing new getting pushed to theaters. Um, I mean, unfortunately as exciting, the wonder woman news is going to HBO max might hurt some local theaters where they can't open and they don't have the opportunity to show this. So right. if you feel willing, and again, it's, it's challenged by choice here on films in black and white. If you feel willing, if you feel able and you want to contact your, um, you want to contact your representative, save your cinema.org. will tell you how to do that. Also, some of them are selling like popcorn for a Friday night movie night. I mean, believe it or not, they make a lot of overhead yeah. off of popcorn. Like That's consider true. going and buying like a large bag of popcorn for you to save later when you watch the movie for, um, you know, next, next week. week that we have coming up. Um, so uh, that's really what we kind of have going. Um, I do before we get into, you know, our recommendation for, 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 for your health, as we'll call it here. I actually want to kick it over to my man, Brian Roush, to tell Hell people yeah, what they can expect from us next week, because it is actually a pretty big announcement. Um, so, Brian, tell people what we got on deck for next week, because it's it's pretty special. Well, uh, I think this is this is a great this is a great transition. So what I will say is that next week we will be having a special guest. Uh, oh, some yeah. of you may know her from a, a few different things, um, but uh, you may know her from Twitter best. Uh, but she is a writer for uh, Sci-Fi Fan Girls uh, as well for Sci-Fi.com. She will recently be a writer for Marvel, uh, recently oh, getting yeah. and confirmed Marvel Voices. I'm sure she'll be happy to talk to us about that. For sure. Uh, so Stephanie Williams will be joining us next week on the Super podcast. Legit. Uh, Hell yeah. Talking about new mutants. And uh, she is an expert on X-Men. She has a lot yeah. to say about a lot of them. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I can't wait to hear what she has to say about I this movie. Uh, I, I think can't we're going to have a good time. I, uh, I think we are, too. This is going to be fun. 
Um, yes. And shout out to Brian Roush for setting that all up. He took a risk, like messaged her, like I think on Twitter, didn't you? And then connected yeah, I, via email I, after I that. I shot her an email at her, uh, at like what her contact information oh, was. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That's a good professional. So, but yeah, I, I mean, mean, it was a shot in the dark. I had no idea if she'd respond. And here we are. So yeah. we'll, we'll have her on next week. And we'll be able to talk about it. Yep. So if you do have time, New Mutants is the movie. But before we do that, we have some very important information. It's not any different than what it is weekly. But it's important. And it's the first important. thing that I'm going to say is I'm going to say, drink some water. Getting dry out there. Winter brings in the dry air and it just sort of sucks all the water out of you. Replenish yourself. Get yourself some water and get yourself going. Brian, next step in the process? You need to read a book. And if you can't read a book, read something that engages your brain. Just read something. Learn something new. Find a piece of information you didn't know the day before. It keeps you engaged. It keeps you moving forward and your brain will thank you so just read go read go do it have a glass of water while you do it right 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 (sighs) is it my turn it is give us take us home what's the third step listen you know what the motherfucking third step is (laughs) i don't have to sit here it's a shame i you know it's for your health these are reminders it is because for your health if for true fans we are just giving reminders, okay? Yes. And and we are just regurgitating. We're preaching to the choir because our real fans know rule number three. They ass, wa- ass washers unite. Ass washers unite. The third rule in the repertoire for your health, the trilogy of success, is to wash that ass. Wash that ass, man, because listen, you can't never just wash it enough. You can't wash it enough. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes our body grows. Let's have a hold on. Let's let's have, let's have a conversation about puberty. Our body continues to grow and change as we get older and older. Sometimes the same methods you use as a child, you can't use as an adult. So if that little dove soap wasn't working the first time, guess what? That bitch ain't working now. So I need you to go ahead and just do something new. Let's figure something else out. Let's get some pomegranate. Let's change up the flavor. Let's change up the scenes in the bathroom. You know what I mean? When you step out, your ass should feel like somebody... You know what your you know what your mouth feels like when you give you know two faces you put a mint in there. That's what your ass should feel like. It should feel like a nice gust of wind running up to cracking your ass, and you be like, "Ooh, I didn't know what that was." Buy a boudet, a boudet, a, bu- a boudet also will wash your ass and put the warm water in there. Listerine you know I mean? for the ass. That's what it should listen If listerine can kill COVID in the mouth in thirty seconds, it can also kill what's <laughs> going on in the crack of your ass. Don't okay. <laughs> So just wash your ass, man. That's all we. That's listen. There's not much to talk about. You are strong enough on the emotional side, but on the physical side, you gotta wash your ass, and that is all. If you can wash your ass, you can get through the rest of your day. That's right. In the meantime, stay safe. And the between time. In the meantime, and the between time. That's a great point. In the meantime, in the between time, and all time, stay healthy, stay safe. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all, and we will see y'all next week. Triple for black, so front nine has got their gun in your back. Bubble and crack, jewels left in robbery to call.